welcome to Astro Talks with Los Angeles-based professional astrologer, Astro Chris, your source for weekly astrology, spiritual talk, and moon magic. Your energetic support is much appreciated, and I thank you for your five-star rating. You are a star. Gracias. Boy, do I have good news for you this week. This week is one of the more easier weeks of the year. And that started with Jupiter making a trine to all the planets in Scorpio that were moving into the sign of Sagittarius. And now the sun is joining that group this week. So we ended the week with the sun trining Jupiter in the sign of Scorpio. And we will have the sun transiting into the sign or ingressing into the sign of Sagittarius this week. And the reason why this is good news is because the eclipses occurred in the Scorpio-Taurus axis. And the sun was the last planet to be transiting the sign of Scorpio. As soon as the sun ingresses into Sagittarius, we can safely say that eclipse season is over. Technically, I typically use the lunations to mark the end of the season, but we do have a new moon shortly after the ingress of the sun into Sagittarius, so it's basically the same type of energy happening this week. So let's start off with the mood of the week. We start off with a moon in Libra, and that is cardinal energy to harmonize relationships. It was a wanting balsamic moon, bringing up topics about conversations, things that are not working in relationships. And these are things that can actually build a relationship. If you're able to talk things through and compromise, which is all energy of Libra, then you can improve your relationship. It can also bring up some tough conversations that will mainly remain harmonious, but can happen so you can rid yourself of behaviors that is either hurting your relationship or um, making it a little tough to bond. The moon did make a square to Pluto at 314 a.m. on Monday the 21st and that's PST time so that even pushed more of that conversation about bringing up things that are not working within intimate settings within trusting settings within safety these planets the moon and Pluto when they make contact through a square they talk about security but this is security within, within, not necessarily security of your home or a vehicle. No, this is security within the relationships that you have, how you feel nurtured, how you feel safe in the relationship. So those topics may have been coming up on Sunday and also early Monday. And then we get into a different mood by the moon going into the sign of Scorpio. 
Now the moon formed a full moon aspect and we had that lunar eclipse when it was in Taurus. So it's in the, in the opposition point and this happens at 9.15 a.m. PST. And from there, we have a beautiful alignment of Mercury in Sagittarius conjunct Venus in Sagittarius at 7 degrees and that ha this happens at 2.54 p.m. PST. Now, when we have Mercury and Venus in a conjunction, especially in the sign of Sagittarius, we're looking at adventure, really expressing ourselves in a very creative, outgoing way. Mercury and Venus combination can focus on expressing ourselves in a more loving way and we're going to be in flow because communication and love and harmonization are joined mercury ruling communication venus ruling harmonizing so we can see a lot of the conversations are going to be more pleasant and this aspect remains pretty active for the entirety of the week in addition to other aspects kind of you know changing things up a little but still very strong so be adventurous plan some trips expand your belief systems share your beliefs with other people be open-minded Sagittarius likes to share its knowledge likes to experience foreign foreign experiences enjoys travel and it's the sign of the grass is greener on the other side. And there could be times that it is, and there could be times that it's not. But in this situation, because of the harmonious aspect, we can safely say that it's good to do new things. It's good to venture out. It's good to connect with other people and explore. No longer stay in hiding like the energy of Scorpio had us. Um, working really deep on transforming and letting go this is like a refresh this is a restart it's a very faith driven sign and in the order of the zodiac signs this stage in the Zo zodiac journey or the hero's journey we're talking about exploring so we can survive and not staying fixed in our ways, which is the energy of Scorpio, and staying in similar places, places or similarities, even if we outgrown them, because then that's not going to allow us to grow. So this is a very growth-oriented sign, and it grows through spirit, through beliefs, through connecting with others, and to going to unknown lands. So... I love this energy. I have my south node in Sagittarius. So I know I've spent plenty of times in this energy. And anytime Venus is transiting Sagittarius, I just love the season. So enjoy. Then on Tuesday, the 22nd, we have the sun ingressing the sign of Sagittarius. And this happens right after midnight. So at 1220 a.m. PST. The moon is still in the sign of Scorpio. So mm, I can say maybe it's better to declare 
that eclipse season is over during the new moon in Sagittarius just because the moon will trigger the south node and this is going to be at 8:23 a.m. PST by an opposition to the north node and a conjunction to the south node and this again triggers that eclipse until it passes the 16 degree mark when it makes an opposition to Uranus and it also passes through the eclipse degrees that was activated with the lunar eclipse. So that's what happens on Tuesday the 22nd. So out of out of most of the days this week, I think Tuesday the 22nd will be one that's a little bit more, you know, neutral. Not bad, not too good, but just neutral, just like tidying things up. And then Wednesday the 23rd, we have that new moon in Sagittarius. And this occurs at 2.57 p.m. PST, 1 degree Sagittarius. The moon ingressed Sagittarius at 12.15 p.m. And shortly after this new moon in adventurous Sagittarius, exactly five minutes after we have the ruler of Sagittarius, which is Jupiter, stationing direct. It ends its retrograde. So Jupiter at 28 degrees, 48 will station direct at 3.02 p.m. PST. And this is the final transit of Jupiter in the sign of Pisces until it leaves and goes into Aries. And we'll see Jupiter in 12 more years in this area of our chart. So enjoy this. Make sure that you're taking a lot of advantage in that house that jupiter is in so you can finish up collecting your abundance then on thursday the 24th we have the day started at 5 25 a.m pst with the moon joining venus shortly after that 6 48 the moon joins mercury so they're both very close, Venus and Mercury, to the new moon in Sagittarius, but not too close. The moon still had to transit through to catch up to Venus and Mercury, but they're still conjunct the sun and moon on the 23rd. So they're part of the story. They are bringing up that speak up, speak your truth, expand your beliefs go to other horizons, experience life. So new beginnings in that when the moon comes in and like checks in on how the planet of love is doing, the planet of money, which is Venus, and then also the planet of communication and the planet of commerce, which is Mercury. And both Venus and Mercury are very relevant to business dealings. On the same day, the moon also makes a trine to Chiron in Aries. This is great for anyone in the healing industries because we do have Venus and Mercury both having influence over business. And then we bring in Chiron. So this can be a perfect combination for you to find a healer, a guide, an astrologer, a homeopath, a herbalist, 
um, hypnotist, anyone that uses new age form of healing, which is ancient type of healing that was then rid of and now it's coming back. <laughs> so it should be called ancient type of healing versus new age healing. Either way, that's a conversation for another time. This would be a great time to seek for those healers or you might even stumble upon a person, a guru, a mentor or a recommendation of a very good healer and, you know, get your healing journey going or start a mentorship or even you making a decision to change direction and decide to start healing others so you'll change your direction you'll change your life purpose and you'll realize that it's time for you to be the healer for others as you've healed so many things and you developed knowledge you developed your own belief system you are now turning around and saying it's time for me to help others and spread these teachings spread this knowledge and help them heal so that can also be an indicator with this combination. On um, that same day, later on, the moon makes a sextile to Saturn in Aquarius, which is now concreting what has already surfaced the day before with the new moon and also with the previous aspects throughout the day. And then from there, we have Mercury making a trine to Chiron. So now we're having communication trying to Chiron. Again, this is a positive aspect. So it can be that you're doing your own healing, but it's much more easier to approach it now, to accept it, to change it. Or it could be that you decide to now take a new approach in healing and start healing others, start helping others, even if it's not for business. It could be that you have a friend that comes to you and says, you know, you've made so much progress and I've seen you transform your life. Like, what's your secret? What would you do? And you can share that with them. I, I have a few friends that got into the stuff that I was into and they saw like the positive things that were happening in my life and they slowly gravitated towards that and we change together. So it can be a possibility that someone approaches you in that regard and you then, you know, you're sharing your, your healing, you're sharing your journey. Then from there on Friday the 25th, we have the moon in Sagittarius making a square to Neptune in Pisces. This one's a little bit off. It might feel a little bit off, um, this happens during nighttime. It's at 1.24 a.m. PST. So if you're awake during that time, which right now because of the World Cup, I'm going to be awake. <laughs> I'm going to be watching the games and one of the games starts around this time. So I'm going to be up. But if you are asleep, it's usually just going to give you information through your dreams. Moon and Neptune have a correlation to dreams. Because moon rules the subconscious and Neptune is a natural ruler of the 12th house, which is another house that has influence over the subconscious and the collective so um, consciousness. So um, you can have a message 
through your dreams during this time. So go ahead and sleep with a notebook so when you wake up, you can write whatever came through your dreams. There's still additional healing support throughout the day because we do have um, Venus making a trine to Chiron on that same day. So now this is more kinder. It could be that some of the messages or just insights that you received in regard to how you want to expand yourself, how you want to broaden your beliefs, broaden your experience, they're, they're really sitting in. They're really hitting your heart space, right? Venus rules that heart space. So it's also creating warmth and a, a zeal of excitement so you can go towards that new perspective or that new visualization where you saw yourself in a certain fashion and you're like, yes, that's what I want to experience. That is what I'm welcoming into my life. You're going to feel so excited about it because it's going to hit home. And Venus trying Chiron is just kind of solidifying that. Um, we do have the moon making a square to Jupiter, which the moon squaring Jupiter, I anything squaring Jupiter, I've said this before, is not like a big deal, but it can be an emotional time. And it could be just a lot of excitement or maybe just kind of feeling a tad bit overwhelmed during this time. It's It happens at 11.21 a.m. PST. I would just center myself in case you do feel that the outside circumstances are overwhelming you. Maybe you're around someone that's having a tough time and they're telling you about that or you're seeing a lot of commotion from other people and you're really embodying it then you want to kind of ground your energy so you can have healthy boundaries and not overwhelm yourself but not necessarily a bad thing then we have um saturday the 25th where we invite the crescent moon which is born at 9 40 p.m pst 19 degrees in capricorn so if you go outside that day you're going to see the beautiful crescent moon. This is when you make that new moon wish. This is technically the new moon phase. So the new moon, which happens on the 23rd, it should really be called the dark moon because it's not visible in the sky since it's conjunct the sun. It sets with the sun, so we can't see it. So it's born after it starts separating from the sun, and that happens a few days after. So we do see this nice birth of the moon, this little crescent sliver um, on the 26th of, of this weekend, Saturday the 26th, November 26th. So make a wish. Make sure you have your intention set. It could be everything that you've been thinking of doing and how you're expanding yourself, etc. And on this day, you just make a wish. I like to say my wishes to the moon and talk to the moon. So that's an activity you can do that same day. As the moon is being born or becoming this crescent, it's going to make aspects to the north node and to the south node, which these are destiny points. Now, they're not your natal north node and south node unless you were born with Scorpio and Taurus um, nodes, but wherever those nodes are transiting they're evolving those houses and those areas of life for you so they still bring some type of destiny evolution and um moving forward and the south node brings more of like 
embracing and having gratitude towards those areas of life and changing things letting go like evolving them and we evolve them by going to the the house that's opposite which would be the taurus house and the moon aspects both the south node and the north node at the same time because they're 180 degrees opposite from each other so it's activating this axis so you can really let go of any old situations it's like the final purging of this eclipse activation and then they're trining the north node in taurus or the moon i mean is trining the north node in taurus not they the moon um and this is calling for the evolution point calling to focus in this area of life and everyone's area of life is going to be different so check your taurus house it's based on your ascendant if you need a birth chart i have a free birth chart calculator on my website that's uh, codaqueenastrology.com and if you go to the drop down you'll see a tab that says birth chart i'm also going to link it in the links below so you can go ahead and click there and get your free mini report and chart and you'll see what house what area of your life is ruled by taurus what house it impacts and you also get some meaning it has information about the meaning of the house and also the zodiac sign so it's very useful and that was for saturday so from there we have the moon making a sextile to neptune in pisces on sunday the 27th and this happens at 205 a.m pst that same day we have a the moon making a conjunction to pluto at 26 degrees in capricorn and then at 12 11 p.m pst we have the moon making a sextile to jupiter so that's actually really supportive the conjunction to pluto usually is a a tougher expression but because the moon made a sextile to neptune it kind of softens the energy neptune is mystical magical likes to mu make a muse of things and um camouflage <laughs> make things not so clear so if it's if it's for the sake of um you having rose-colored glasses to avoid really embodying a lot of pain or fear or trauma um and still being able to navigate the situation i think it's worth it let me give you an example of what i mean so i had a dear friend of mine that lost a brother and her brother was diagnosed with a with a very severe illness um you know the famous c word don't want to mention it and um he implied to her that he was going to be okay but he wasn't he wasn't going to be okay he knew it uh, the doctors obviously had told them and he kind of wanted his whole family to still be very optimistic because he wanted them to remember him as happy as possible so unfortunately he passed and she kept on saying why is it that he lied to me i would have preferred him 
to tell me the truth. And then I asked her, take perspective and put yourself in his situation, in his shoes. What would you do? And she paused and then said, you know what? I would do the same thing and I would do it for the same reason. So this is that type of energy. It's like you're not seeing the truth really for some sort of protection, but you can still see things for what you visually can see and comprehend and interpret but there is always something kind of like not so clear so i don't really think it's a bad thing it's a supporting a supporting aspect it's a sextile so it's pretty good and then we have the moon forming that conjunction to pluto right after makes that sextile to neptune so that's when the real like jolt of like triggering maybe a little bit of anxiety security issues fear um, a little bit of hurt that's been, you know, inside of you. The moon's been doing this journey monthly as it conjuncts Pluto since it's been Capricorn. And then it finishes off with a sextile to Jupiter, which I think that is quite supportive. And this is why I chose to use Ametrine as the crystal of the week. Of first, because it has a combination of amethyst and citrine. And citrine brings the yang energy, while amethyst brings the yin energy. So it really balances yin and yang. So it's very harmonious. It's also really good for spiritual connection and taking action on these spiritual connections. And this is exactly what I was talking about with spirit being connected to the energy of Sagittarius as we have the centaur shooting to the sky with an arrow and really being hopeful that this arrow is going to hit the aim, right? Whatever it's aiming for. And it's optimistic. So this stone really connects us with optimism and enlightenment. Well, thank you. This is it for this week's forecast. It's going to be a good week. If you like this podcast or YouTube, don't forget to subscribe, hit that notification bell, and I will see you guys later on in Astro Talks on IG Live. Take care, have a great day, and remember, you can always comment and I will always reply, and don't ever stop asking what's in your stars.